Welcome to the We've Seen Enough podcast, where we look at the world through the prism of sports. Enjoy the eclectic mix of our personalities as we discuss, debate, and occasionally fight over issues large and small. So as we head to our respective corners, I'm Jim Boyle. And I'm Tom Trevisani. Let's get it on, Jimbo. All right, welcome back. Season 1, Episode 11. We were supposed to have Tommy's brother on as a guest, and through some unforeseen circumstances, he couldn't make it. So substituting is our guest from last week, Nick. Nick DeLeva. Yes. I got it right finally. I screw his name up. I put name. I apologize, Nick, up front. I put on our little promotions that we gave you this, uh, the podcast out. I spelled it wrong. You know what? You get a guy from Pennsylvania who can't spell. You get two guys from Everett who are from Everett. Wise guys from Everett, we'll call you. That'd be a great podcast for two of you, the wise guys from Everett. Yep. Uh, we, and uh, I spelled it wrong. So we'll get That's that okay. fixed uh, online. Great to have you back. Uh, and again, one of the good news, good things about having Nick here is he is a Bruins, more of a Bruins expert than myself and Tommy probably combined. So uh, one of the things, as I look at our, our quick introduction, we want to look at a couple of things today. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs, of course. That's the most important thing going on right now in the world of sports. Just from not not only from a, a game playing perspective, but a coaching perspective, a gambling perspective, everything that happened over the over the past uh, wild card weekend, as they call it. Uh, and then I just want to look at the um, real quick blurb. Um, our good friend um, Jason Tatum scored 51 last night. He scored more, he's more 50 point games now than Larry had. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about the, the preponderance of scoring in the in the NBA and how that has changed and what it's. And, and I've been arguing with Jack about that. It's like, it's sort of like um, going back to the 70s and 80s, early 80s, where they scored a lot. It was open ended, a lot of offense, which which what I like. Uh, and then finally finish up um, with, uh, after talking about the Bruins, a little bit of college hoop parody, and finish up with the comparison. we got two Everett boys with us today. We're going to talk about what they were like as athletes, younger teams they played for, who they coached, who coached them, and really quickly wrap up on Tommy's dad who coached Tommy and was an opposing coach against Nick. And I've heard Correct. I've heard all the stories about uh, Tommy, uh, uh, Joey Sr., and now I'm really going to try to get those out to my audience because they're awesome stories. Uh, and then finally we'll um, – We'll do the Tommy time, we'll do a Mount Rushmore and Pet Peeves, and we'll get on with trivia, and we'll be on our way. But first of all, let's start. Welcome in, Tommy. Welcome back. How are you doing today? Good. You, how's your, yourself? Myself. I wouldn't be good if I wasn't here. I was looking, like I said, I love you. Uh, Nick, just real quick, was he always just a one-word answer kind of guy growing up? No, not at all. <laughs> no, no, I didn't think so. You know, Tommy gets really reserved, Nick. Yeah. It's a, I love having Nick here because Nick has actually done done the really best job of pulling out that Tommy T we all know. Because the boys are listening saying, you know, boys and my daughter said, I have never heard Tommy that calm in my whole life. It's unbelievable. So let's go. I'm Tommy. myself. That's good to hear. Let's go, Tommy. Why don't you give me a quick quick look at what we saw this weekend. Five, it was five games. Well, five yeah. Games. Well, let's start with the uh, – I thought the Saturday games, you know, San Francisco-Seattle, I thought that was a really good game. Seattle hung around to the end of the third quarter. If you saw they were driving, they had that third down and they fumbled. They're going in there. They'll probably kick a field goal. They'll cut it to three, but – uh. The kid fumbled, they strip-sacked him, and then, you know, San Francisco just kind of ran away with it. And that night game was crazy. I don't know how they came back and won that game. I went to bed. They had five turnovers. They're up by 27 points. So that was kind of a crazy game. But you know those charges, they all find they all, they find a way to lose. They're, they're the playoff Indianapolis oh. Colts, right? No, even in, I mean, in, no, they're not even, they don't choke even as much as India. I mean, the charges are bad. That coach should be. Uh, I'm just. I don't understand. So, that. so Nick, we'll get you in here on. on let's uh, first both both games, yeah. and yep. we'll go back to the San Francisco game. We talk about coaching because I have something I want to ask you, Tommy mm -hmm. and Nick. But that second game, Jacksonville. What, what do you? The biggest play of the game to me was right at the end of the half. Yep. You know, and I think that that Jaguars and. Um, the coach Peterson, who's who, who took Nick Foles mm -hmm. to beat the Patriots, Eagles, yeah. and and Trevor and Trevor Lawrence really got a feel for they could win. So I don't know if you got to see the second half. I watched up until the field goal then because I knew they were going to kick it. And they were home field. It was cooler than normal. It was the Chargers. What's your take on what happened? Just poor management and just not identifying what they want to do in the in the in the situations. I mean, it, when you get when you're up twenty seven. It's really, let's start looking at milking this clock a little. Let's take 40 seconds per play. Let's run the ball. Let's try to get first downs. Let's still give the ball to Ekla. Let's get four yards, five yards. Let's get, let's get some first down moves to change. But, no, their mentality is let's keep chucking it down the field. And it just, it just kept giving the ball back to the Jags, and they, and they couldn't stop them. Yeah, but, but for both of you, they scored 27 points the first, quarter, first half on turnovers. 
They really did generate a lot of offense, if I remember correctly. They did, but they didn't. You no, know, they actually, they should have had more. They, they should have had more. They should have had more turnovers. Right. He's right. They should have had more points. Like, they settled for field goals. Right now, you think back, if they had another six, to, they would have won. Know, now, oh, yeah, but, you know, that, again, that's, you know, we can all play. You can always be a Monday, Monday morning right, But it was just, again, it was it's just, you know, 27 nothing. Indy was up 33 nothing. These yep. comebacks this year in the NFL, we've been talking about it. It's been very, like, unbelievable, the comebacks. Right, so Saturday was exciting. I mean, right. I mean, I watched the end of the um, that the 49 game. 49ers just, again, imposed their will. Oh, uh, and right. uh, I thought the Seattle's defense sort of yeah. creaked and cracked and yeah. broke. Yeah, they looked like after their fumble, you could tell they yeah. just, just, I think they uh, quit. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So they were great games. Sunday. What about Sunday's games, Tommy? What do you got? Well, Sunday, I thought, you know, that Miami-Buffalo game, that was a little bit of a, you know, play with a third-string quarterback. I'll tell you, Buffalo went up 17 nothing, but the Miami hung right in there. I was shocked, to be honest with you. Again, you know, that kid for Buffalo, good as he is, sometimes is he seems to have these brain farts. I think yeah. turnovers, too, Nick. Turnovers <laughs> in that game turnovers. were huge. Right. And then, Two interceptions uh, by Allen. Right. And, again, but we go back to field goals. Miami kicked four field goals in the first half. Right? Was it four? No. Um, no, three, and then they got the touchdown, Correct. and then they tied it with the two-pointer, right? Three, Correct. Think, so yep. and that's sort of how that worked. And then it was back and forth. Then, right. again, then the, the, the fumble six. The strip sack. Strip yep. sack six. Mm-hmm. Miami, really, what, what, what? Again, back to offense. I mean, that, they got the two dynamic receivers. They had a pretty good running back. It's sort of like they just they were they were living on Buffalo's mistakes. Yeah. Just no. like Jacksonville survived. Um, San Diego was living on Jacksonville's mistakes. So that game, I was stunned how how how, how Buffalo sort of like all of a sudden was going three and out like one or two times second half. But then when they wanted to impose their will, they did. And then you get to the end of the game and. Um, what's there? The, uh, the fourth, the third, and one, oh. which you got the time management again. We talk oh. about that. So uh, unbelievable Just in that crazy. instance. And then Nick, what was the f- the final game on Sunday? Um, it was a Cincinnati game. Mm. That's right. Which was the night game, first time back. Yep. And you know, Cincinnati again, fortunate, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so what they should have uh, the Ravens were, you know, the quarterback tried to go over the yep. top, and uh, it's clearly not a touchdown, right? And then uh, fumble. Defensive lineman took it all the way back, and they won yeah. the game. Um, you know, I was not surprised at that game because Ravens and the Bengals, it's a division game. They beat each other up all all the time. So I knew that game was going to be tight. I, the number was eight on that. Seven and a half, yeah. yeah that, seven, that, was, so they, that was the wrong number from, from jump. Wow. So eight being three for home field, and then they were expecting about five, five to eight, right? Yeah. yeah I, it's really weird because I've watched Hundley play over the last couple of weeks, and they and he was hurt in back, and they they've been in and out of wow. quarterbacks. You know, again, that game came down to just a fluke. That's a fluke play, yeah. and Burrow didn't step up when he needed to step up. Again, mm-hmm. all the talent that's on can that's on Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think that first game, you know, your first game at home, you're expected to win. All the pressures on you. There's nothing like on Miami and or on. Um, or, or I just brain farted. Who the heck played that game? The yeah. Ravens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, it was just a matter of you know just some weird things. And again, Tommy, we'll come back coaching as well. You know, I understand why you call that play, but you have this good running back who's been blasting through. You know, Dobbins had been great. I know. And you know, the quarterback was a little bit deeper than you were thought to go with that big plunge and the belt ball yep. reach over. Yep. But again, uh-huh. I, I, I the longest. Fumble return in playoff history by a defensive lineman who who hauled his butt, and they could have called a block in the back on uh, on Andrews because I, I give credit when, I, when when a guy runs back, Nick. You know, yeah. you got to give him at least some credit. And he was still five seven yards away. He wasn't catching. I don't. Oh, know. I would. He would have caught him. You think Andrews was going to catch him? He would have caught him, and then and, and the kid would have missed a field goal probably. But it was. I mean, again, I don't. You're right. Nick's absolutely right. The divisional game, third time they played, they know each other inside yeah, and out. Yeah, like Miami and Buffalo, same, right. same, 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 same working. Yeah. Same. And then who else? Uh, the other games are all cross divisional, right? But we got a divisional game coming up in the in the next round. And then we got to the Giants game. We didn't the talk Giants about the game. The Sunday uh-huh. night game was the Giants, right? Yeah. No, it's late afternoon. That was late afternoon. Game. Right. That's the right. Game. That wow. Minnesota. That was. They're the fakest twelve and fourteen <laughs> on the planet. Overrated. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, but again, Kirk Cousins again making you know typical Kirk Cousins. That was still, it was a ball game. They had a chance no, no. to win, right? It yeah, the Giants had what they had an eleven minute drive. I'll tell you, I was telling Nick earlier. I'll tell you, that's my team. I I think they're gonna go into Philly and they're gonna give them a fight because you know what I like. They don't beat themselves. They don't turn the ball over. 
They play within themselves. I'm telling you, that's a nice little team. I like what that coach is doing. We finally got a coach from the coaching tree. It looks like he's a real, the real deal, this guy. And he's also very impressed. They play hard for him, though. Yeah, and they, they, there's just it's just like it's like you watch on. The, I totally agree. You watch Barkley. Shaquan Barkley is a yep. classic example of a guy who's been in the league five years. He's been hurt on and off, yep. and he wants the ball. He wants them to. He, he he's forcibly putting himself into the line so that not in the line it, it to play and and he's 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 chirping but he's he's backing everything with his talk mm-hmm. the giants are tough the giants are i i just a nick or, or tommy whoever um the the daniel jones kid wow mm-hmm. did the Gi- <laughs> did the giants make a mistake not p- picking up this fifth option <laughs> they, that's gonna cost, cost them a lot can. of money but again was is does that come back to is that because he got the right coach right you know um, and I mean, you remember Maduke, he's got the size, he's a very good athlete, he can throw, he can run. This, the talent was always there, it's yeah. just he had that meathead coaching him the last few years. Right. You know, we judge, don't want to get judge. into judge. So yeah. a lot of it is coaching. We've talked about oh, this, absolutely. Because yeah. if I look at I look at the quarterback, and we'll talk about quarterbacks that are left, because right. he's left, and we'll go through that and how, how he has matured as, as a, a, he was a high draft pick. Yep. You know, and he played crappy for a couple of years, and they didn't extend him the rookie contract, right. which they right. could have. Now they're now they're going to be on the hook for a well, lot more. They're going to have to franchise him mm-hmm. or sign him to a long long year deal. They what they were supposed to do is, you know, on a rookie contract, that fifth year is an option. Right. But you have to make that decision at the end of the third year, mm-hmm. going into the fourth. So they didn't think he was the guy. Correct. Because they didn't pick up the fifth year option. So. You know, it's going to cost them a few million. Probably cost them a little bit. But they're the yeah. Giants. They're, they're, they, they used to be called the New York football Giants. Mm-hmm. Now they're just the Giants because uh, I think that was somebody. I read that on a Twitter. You know, we used to call them the New York football yeah. Giants. They were huge in New England. Right. We are, we're not old enough, and I wasn't here. But because those are the games that got televised. Correct. The Patriots couldn't sell out, and you got the <laughs> Giants, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to get down to that But soon. I'm not a Giants fan. I hate the Giants. That's good. But the Giants are tough. I, I, I mean, if we look at the Giants are tough. Then the... Um, then our favorite player of all time, uh, Mr. Tom Brady, going into uh, plays at Dallas at home. Yep. Um, again, Minnesota and Tampa to me were the big, the weaklings, and yeah, I could have gone with San Diego a little bit, but Minnesota and, and Tampa were to me coming in. I, yeah. I was just they had both had quarterbacks who were healthy. I mean, relatively just I I, I watch that and. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll Tampa come didn't deserve to be there. They were eight and nine. They're, right. They got in there. They backdoored because they won the division. They, I mean. Minnesota was twelve and four, but they were just that they weren't. They weren't Wasn't their point differential negative though? Uh, at twelve and four, it was close. I close think. I think oh, but again, <laughs> so my for, so my wise guys gambling buddies, what was the line <laughs> for that game, the Dallas game? Um, Dallas oh, the, yeah, we two and a half, right? Now? Dallas was given two and a half. Oh, they were giving two and a half. That was the yeah. number. Oh, yeah, wow. but you know, if you kind of remember the game, the first four possessions, no one moved the ball. What garbage? Dallas couldn't do anything. But you know what? That's that what kid finally, the quarterback for Dallas. I'm yeah. sorry, he finally. I like what he's doing. He's finally yeah. making the right reads. He, he was playing within himself. He looked good. He, had he did. He did. You know what was was weird about that game? Yeah. And I've never seen this in an NFL game, but after four possessions. There was still 13 minutes left in that first quarter. Yeah, and there were no yards gained. Two minutes, four positions. jerk off kicker. Oh, that was. What was that? We'll talk about that. Because you know You know that was going to come back because I don't mean to talk about what we're talking about. You know those points are going to come back and grab. That affected the over and under. Of course it did. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going there. I'm not going to go there. I just. It says in episode three. Like that one. Was 45. All right, here we go. Okay. What was the final score? I don't remember. 31-14. Oh. It fell over 45. All right. If he makes one of those kicks, yeah, yeah, it's true. the game goes over. Yeah, they're not even close. No, they they what's those uh, called? The yips? The yips? Yeah, the yips. Uh, they they have, have it. The golfer's yip. My life is actually laughing. He looked like me on a Sunday morning. Slice, slice, and then you overcompensate and you shank it left. He was a mess. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, going into the next round, now that's going to be huge against San Francisco. I know. He that's correct. That's great. But yeah. you know, out there to kick a I, 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 I thought that Jerry Jones could walk down the field and strangle him. Oh, oh, imagine God. if they lost that game. Oh, my so, God. So they didn't, and they won, and, yep. and we'll, we'll do Brady a little bit later. But yeah. that's a great transition to talk about next week, Tommy. Let's go into what's we got. Mm. Divisional round, four uh, games, a pretty good weekend, one of the top football weekends of the year where you get the four best 
almost the four best yeah. teams, right? I always love yeah. the divisional you games. Know, Sometimes so, they're better than the AFC NFC So let's look at the AFC first. And the uh, team that got the bye was the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. You know, the Chiefs, it's, you know, Jacksonville. I just we talk, I just think they're going to have a little too much for Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's going in with house money. But, yep. like, I don't know, like, you know, they can't turn it over like they did and get away with that. And I just think, you know, Mahomes going to be a little too much for them. And, and the other game... Like both teams, like Cincinnati, yeah, they won eight nine in a row, but they didn't look too good last week. So you can go either way, but I somehow I think Cincinnati might go in and they might sneak out that game. I don't know. I just got that feeling that they're gonna go in there and then. But then you heard they got two offensive linemen Three. now that could. Yeah, they, that's what I that kind of, Well, that's so, and you know and they do sack. Joe Burrow could be running for his life. So, so in the AFC, Tommy, you think uh, Kansas City rolls over Jacksonville at home? I think yeah. I think Kansas City does, and and the other one now I just changing my I'm gonna stick with still. Cincinnati. I don't know why I would borrow a little. And then I think, you know, Kansas City's going to play them. And I think Kansas City probably beats them in the okay. AFC Championship. Uh, okay, AFC, Nick, what do you got? I'm going to go the other way. So <laughs> That's what we like about you, Nick. Jacksonville's going to go into Arrowhead and win that game. There's no way. Maybe they keep it close, but mm-hmm. at the end, you know, they'll, they're going to they're gonna crap themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it's just Buffalo's year. I know they didn't look that good, but I think they beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a little banged up. So I think Buffalo will win, and then I Casey's got to go into Buffalo, right? No, they're oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm a neutral side. They're right? playing in Atlanta. They're oh, playing in Atlanta. Yeah, so they go Atlanta. Anything can happen. Yeah. You know, I'm rooting for the Bills, but that game's a coin flip. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I like um, I like the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and I like the Buffalo Bills, and I think at a neutral field, so I, think, I think I think up. I think that you can look at and say that a battle of quarterbacks, whoever does make the most yep. mistakes, and 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 you're right. Allen tends to make some idiot mistakes, he but does. he has. They uh. did bring in. I saw Beasley back playing. They have gotten a slot receiver, which they needed, yeah. uh, which they hadn't had. They got their Edelman, we'll call it. Yeah, uh, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how healthy Buffalo is having to play that extra game because because they had the other game get postponed. Yeah. So now you got Kansas City's only going to have one game under the belt, and they'll, they'll, we'll expect them to. We'll call it fresh. Uh, just let's do the NFC, and then let's talk about quarterbacks and coaches. So who you got the NFC, Tom? I'm going to probably, you know, I've been talking about my Giants. My, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with the Giants. I, I don't know. I just, I'm on them. I just Should think we get my dad down here to kick your ass? <laughs> I don't mean to say, I don't know what it is with Philly. I still think that quarterback to me is not the real deal. And then, I don't believe in him. What? I don't believe See, in Philly. I, I don't either. And I think the Giants are going to go and they're going to win. And then that other game. Is another good one, but I, I, I just think even though Dallas kind of matches up with them a little, they're mm. physical. If you yeah. agree, but I just think San Francisco's too yeah. much. And then well, I got, and then you know, if it's gonna be San Francisco and New York, like from the early nineties, yeah. then I'm going with San Fran. Even though I think the New York's gonna finally just hit the, and you know, and that's my team. I think it's gonna be San Francisco, and we said Kansas City again, a rematch from three years ago, and. I like San Fran to win it all. Oh, we'll, we'll, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I just right, want I'm this sorry. week. We're I'm not sorry. Right. So, Nick, what do you got yeah. NFC? Yeah. <laughs> He's got us into the 30th of February. I'm going on vacation. Too. Exactly. exactly. Well, we're not going to be it's back It's hard yet. for me to agree with Tommy on, on just about anything. But um, I, I see the Giants going in there and, and, and handing it to, to Philly. I just – I don't believe in Philly. I know I know you're a Philly guy, Jim. I'm, uh, but I just – I'm not sold. I'm not sold on them, so I'm going to go G-Men. They find a way to win this game, maybe by a field goal. And then I think San Francisco, they're the most complete team in, in the NFL. I think they're my odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. So uh, I think, um, you know. Okay, so you're, going, so you're both looking at uh, San Francisco and the Giants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a rematch out, it, they'll be out in San Francisco. Looks like, yeah. So I'm going to go complete contrarian. I'm going to NFC, <laughs> NFC's matchup. First of all, the most underrated portion of the Eagles – is is their defense, yep. and that's that's what you you cannot like their quarterback. And and again, Jay, I think Hertz is a lot better than people give him credit for. He's got a lot of dynamic um, uh, speed on the outside as well, which they went and got yep. and traded for and also drafted. But I think their 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 defense is actually much much better than people give him credit for. I don't sold on Daniel Jones as a Super Bowl winning quarterback, or mm. even as any. I would, I still, if I'm lining up Jones and Hurts, I would almost call that a wash. And then it's just a matter. Of, I think that the, the the Eagles' defense, beginning at home, is much is just better. Uh, out west, um, as and the other out west, the game against the Dallas, and, and I still think 
Purdy turns into a pumpkin at some point, <laughs> and and you know if Mike, uh, Mike Parsons is chasing him around, and and Van and, and that that defense is is enough to will enough to discombobulate him. Now I'm going to go with the home team of the Eagles. I think Dallas is. If you get another game, and it's 75% of what Dak gave them, they they have a chance to win. Dallas is probably going to be just like Purdy's problem. The defenses there are very strong. I think we got really two really solid defenses that will yep. match up against the other. I worry about the kicker. I agree with you, but I'm going to go with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Oof. And you talk about you talk about the early 90s. Well, that's a matchup wow. for the that that's a matchup for the decades because the Eagles and Cowboys have been in the NFC East forever together right. since the 70s. Right. So there there I look I look at it like that. Uh, and that's how I, I, everyone's got their opinion. I'm not basing that on anything other than I trust the Eagles' defense. I trust the Eagles at home. I don't trust Purdy. I, you know, and I, I have to say the quarterback battle. So that's what we're going to transition to quarterback battle. So Kansas City, we got the young kid Lawrence versus um, Mahomes. Buffalo, we got the two. We'll call Burrow a veteran. Two got quality guys. Absolutely. So we have really, uh, you know, three and a half great quarterbacks. In the AFC. I always thought the AFC was a much better conference anyway. Right. Uh, and then you come over to the um, to the National Football Conference, <laughs> and you got Brock Purdy, you got Jalen Hurts, right? And you got I'm um, also not you got Daniel Jones, and who am I missing? Also, I blame for it. Who's missing? Hurts. Did you say Hurts? Purdy. Dak. Jones. Dak Prescott. Sat- oh, you know, those four quarterbacks. Dak's actually the best quarterback going. Yeah. So how do you see, and then we'll throw coaches in there, how do you see the quarterback matching up, and what do you like about the quarterbacks you pick? So you've got Mahomes, who we all love, we'll forget him, uh, and you got J- either Allen or, or Burrow. What do you see in those two, Tommy? You know, they're, they're pretty evenly. They're, I think, you know, I said the kid for Buffalo, he's just got so much ability. He can make things happen. You know, he'll throw a 60-yard bomb, and there's just all things he does, but – He's still his head sometimes when he brain farts, but I just think Burrow's a little more, I don't know, I just think I like Burrow a little more under pressure. I just have to give him a little bit of an edge. That's why I think they may, they go in there and they pull that game out. I just can't, you know, Buffalo shouldn't even have got, well, then we can say Buffalo shouldn't even have got by Miami. They really shouldn't have. Well, you can say the same thing. I, I, I know you're going to say that too. Right. I know, but I, I just think, I'm the host. I know, here we go. But, you know, he did win three games last year. You know, he won at Kansas City. Don't forget, he did beat Mahomes. Last year, because you know, then Kansas City, I don't know what they were doing in the second half. Kansas City, so, yeah, that's a, that's the big brain. Yeah, part. like I don't know, like they just didn't check down. Like again, here we go. But I just think maybe Barrow just goes in there and maybe makes another play or two more than him. And uh, <laughs> on the opposite side, you know, because we'll go to the comparison with the San Francisco kid and, and Prescott. I just love this kid. I, Mister Irrelevant, two hundred and sixty second pick. I'll tell you, there's something special about this kid. I know if I'm watching him, just how he moves in the pocket. I don't know. There's just something out there I'm watching. I'm guaranteeing he throws a huge pick. He'll go again. He throws a huge pick. I don't think so. He will gag bigger than gagging can gag. Because, you know, <laughs> no, who has pressured him in, in three, four weeks he's been there? Nobody's pressured him. We can say that about him. Okay. used to say, six Mississippi, one Mississippi, two. He's got the ball for seven, eight seconds. I can complete a pass. Okay. I mean, if no one gets pressured, they're all good. We'll get Brady in a minute. I want to go back to Nick. Uh, Nick, you had mentioned that, and I know this is the truth, is uh, Burrow's out three offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know that cool. he struggled last year with being sacked. He was sack, the most sacked quarterback. Yeah. I, I don't know how great his pocket awareness is. Uh, we talked about that with Mac Jones, you know. So where do you see – that? does that just, have any, any impact on what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I think he's going to be running around for his life. You know, Joe, Joe hangs in that to try to make a big play, right? So that's why he takes some bad sacks, you know. He, he really needs to learn to dump the ball off a little bit more. But he tries to hang in there, hang in there, get the ball downfield. So, you know, he's got some talented receivers. But I just think, I don't know, I just, I'm just failing Buffalo this year. You know, the thing that happened with Hamlin, and I, I just think they do. They're loaded. You know, I know they kind of, they didn't look too good against Miami, but uh, yep. I just think I just think they're at home and that they'll find a way to win that game. I totally agree with Nick. Tommy, you're on the island by yourself. Yeah, I'm leaving you out there. They're in the next round. Nick, let's right? put Tommy on the raft and push him out in the yeah. ocean if he wants to stay there. I will say, um, we'll see. Two more things on the NFL, and then we'll move on real quick. Um, and I say real quick too much. You know, I won't listen to a podcast while I'm working out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I say, Jim, why are you saying real quick? Because I'm, I, I think I have a brain damaged injury here. Uh, so let's uh, go. Tom Brady uh, maybe played his last game. Yeah. You know how I feel about him. 
Um, I probably think he's eight or nine years too long. <laughs> I think he won those first four, three or four Super Bowls with defense. Uh, he was a, he was a, he was a, what, what, what do they call him? A uh, um, system quarterback. System quarterback. That's it. You know, and I think he's way bit. I think the one he won three years ago was just a fluke. You know, the Green Bay coach choked. Should have gone for two. He had, he, had, he did have Rodgers. He said, I can get the ball back. Uh, so um, just opinions on Tom Brady's performance this past year and what do you think is going to happen to him? Let's start with you, Nick. What do I think is going to happen to him? I don't think he's done. I listened to his press conference. He's definitely done in Tampa. Hmm. I mean, he told all those reporters, you know, it's great, you know, right. respect you. Blah, blah. So he's moving on. He's out of Tampa. Um, I don't think he's done. I think he goes somewhere else. You know, everybody's ideal place for him would be to go to Vegas, right? He's got his buddy McDaniels. They're loaded with weapons, right? They got Adams. They got Renfro. They got um, Waller, the tight end. They got Jacobs running back. They're loaded offensively. Um, who knows? Maybe he goes with Tennessee with his buddy Vabral. I don't know. But so a question I don't you, think he's done. You don't think he's done playing? Playing. Right. Do you think he's done as a, as a top-level quarterback, though? He's not top five, but he's he's certainly six through ten. If you we could go through every team, you want Brady or you want this guy? You want Brady or this guy? I, I, bet I, could, I, I think I, I think there's ten to twelve teams that you want somebody other than the forty three year old with the face Botox crap and all the bullshit and all the bullshit <laughs> and all the bullshit. He might be the best professional. What do you think? I'm I'm gonna agree with him on that. I think he is. There's anything wrong with that? No, I think he is coming back because. He just can't help himself. He's a girly man. <laughs> yeah, I think he's coming back. And in regards to, like you said, about 63 pass attempts last night. Is that he's what he? Five years old. His arm's gonna fall off. I mean, 60. Exactly. He stepped through for 4,500 yards. I heard year. something else fell off. That's what Shell dumped him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, whatever. You know. Well, she didn't like Leonard DiCaprio either. But that's another thing. Because you Leonard, said Leonard DiCaprio. Very good. Because from what I already couldn't understand her. <laughs> I don't, you know, he's still, I mean, how can, I, I got so much respect for that guy, but I'll tell you this year, this year I started to lose, I told Nick about this, I lost a little bit of respect for him because I just think, you know, some of the things, what he's saying, he's coming out, he always says the right thing, he seems too good to be true, he can still play. I agree with Nick, he can still play, I think he could even play another two, three years, but why do it? Just get out. Go out, you know, and he's not going out on top, but he's one of, you know, he's the greatest, he is the GOAT. I just don't understand this. You know, he likes this, he likes that, he loves the competition. Come on. I mean, I don't know. It's just with him, you know, everything's, I just think like like what Jordan did at the end. Like, he just might have played a little too long. Okay, good. And I think one of the other, yeah. I think the other thing is he, he also wants ownership of a team. Yeah. I think yeah. he, so, so wherever, wherever he goes, I think that's because he's all pissed he never got to get to Miami because that was right. going to be. That was the plan. So that's right? the thing. He that was Trump the plan. Right. So ownership of the team. Let's, let's look at, um, I did mention, we, well, we haven't talked about, we'll, okay. we'll let you finish, but I want to get on to another topic because I get aggravated and pff, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Well. Um, we got. Um, Look at the Bruins. Again, okay. that's, I mean, we've talked enough football. I, love me I got Bruins. Nick here, the Bruins. Bruins off to a great start. Yep. Uh, new coach. Seemed to be maybe what they expected. That That's why they got rid of the old coach. Um, it, was a, it was time for a change. Okay, so time for a change for a coach? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, I mean, you can go back. I compare it, and Tommy will love this. The Bill Fitch to Casey Jones. So Bill Fitch, you know, he was the just pound you, pound you, you know, just disciplined guy. And that team had turned into young veterans. Like, they didn't need that guy pounding them. And this is what this Bruins team was. You know, with Bergeron, you know, trying to get Krejci back, Marshawn. They were a veteran team. And and, and um, the coach, we, we let him go. What's his name? I don't know. Are you asking the hockey guy like me? <laughs> he's in from Providence. It's just slipping my mind. But he was he was a beat you up kind of guy. Right. Okay. And he lost the locker room. Yep. So Montgomery is the complete opposite. One eighty. He's not a rah-rah guy, but he's a he's a confidence guy, and he's patting you on the back instead of kicking you in the butt kind of guy. 
And this is what this team needed. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all. I, I agree with you. They needed it. What's what has changed besides the coaching? Where are they getting production? I think Jake DeBrusque has been right. Uh, he's been released from the purgatory. He'd been in for two years. That could have been the coach. That could have been him. Yeah. Um, they they signed Hall to a longer term deal. Right. He's really been successful. They got two pretty good goaltenders. Right. What really is the impetus to have this happen? How well they're, they're playing great. They're now. playing great, and and it, and it's because. Some of the guys are playing at the level or above. DeBrusque is playing at the level or above what they expected. He's on the first line, which allowed Taylor Hall to go to the second line. You brought back David Krejci, who's a second-line center. Yeah. They didn't have the second-line center there. So he's he's back. They traded for the kid from New Jersey. Um, Don't ask me. Begins with a Z. Zagoff. Zillow? Zavel, I'm not sure. They just That's extended good. it. That's good. You, I, I brain fart all the time. They, they just, they just, they just yeah. extended yeah. it for three more years. Okay, he's playing above his uh, the way you know he's playing above where, where he was in Jersey. The defenseman we traded for Lindholm. Yep. He he's he's one A. So you have two yeah. stud defensemen, Charlie McAvoy and Lindholm right now. Right. And he's playing great. And the goalie. Omar is just, he's, you know, Vesnan. He, he should win the Vesnan Trophy. So all the bitching about management yep. and all the little, uh, it was, it was, well, it, they, they understood it, they, what they yeah. needed to do and they did it. Well, he, yeah, here's the thing. They, they have literally sold their soul to the devil this year. So they brought back Bergeron and Krejci, and they're on bonus incentive-laded contracts. So they're going to meet, meet these marks, and the money gets actually rolled into next year. Okay. So they're going to be in deep, 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 deep next, next year. year. Okay. Okay. So they literally, and here's the problem. When DeBrus comes back, somebody has to go because we're over the cap. Okay. We're literally over the cap. So once DeBrus comes back, somebody has to go. Uh, the kid Craig Smith, uh, maybe the defenseman Mike Rowley, they have to move three, four million. So the only way that's going to happen is they're going to have to attach a draft pick to get rid of them. Um, but they'll they, figure they that out. a good job drafting anyway, yeah. I don't think. So, so all right. Well, I got to say one more point. So they're all in because Bergeron's probably. Talks more than you. <laughs> I know. It's me. He knows his stuff, though. Bergeron. Bergeron and Krejci may not be next, back next year. So the deadline's coming up, and you got to go get one more piece. You're going to attach a first-round pick, and then they got a couple talented kids down in the, in the minors. You attach one of them, and then maybe a, a salary dump. And you go get the uh, one of the players from Chicago, Kane or Taos, or the defenseman from Phoenix. Um, his name is like Schroble, uh, another stud defenseman. Go get one of those two guys. And take and take. I, I go get the defense because defense wins championships, right? If you get Schroble, you have three number one defensemen on this team. If everybody stays healthy, you don't lose. But playoffs is a playoff hockey is totally different than any other playoffs. It literally start ground zero. If they can stay healthy, this team's going to be tough to beat. Good. Well, that uh, we finally got the Bruins, Tommy, huh? That's a great to have Nick and that's to give us the fill-in of that. So as we get ready, as, we, as we're as we going to move on to our favorite uh, compare issue because this will be fun. But um, And I'll let you save your bitching and moaning about the officiate, not even the coaching in the NFL for, for pet peeves, all right? So we're going to do a real – let's do a one-minute compare. Tommy and – uh, Nick, both grew up in Everett, uh, yep. both played basically the same age, played in the same leagues, had the mm -hmm. same coaches, coached against the same. So, yep. so real quick, who was the better, uh, not so much a athlete overall, who was the better athlete overall? Uh, come uh, on, look at him looking at me like, oh, this is awesome. We, we just picked the sport. <laughs> so okay. If we pick basketball. Basketball. To Tommy's the scorer. Tommy gets paid to make buckets. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me, I, I'm a football player in basketball shorts, so. Uh, you know, I'm going to have five five points, five fouls, five rebounds, and five assists, and one bloody nose. Tommy, Tommy's going to have 27 points, 28 points at the end of the day. Probably only two assists, though. But <laughs> And no defense. He's a shooter. No. Tommy makes it rain. Tommy, a baseball, who's better player? Well, I got football, I would probably say definitely Nick was. I mean, I could play football, too, but then I got injured. Nick was more of the football player. Was that a brain injury? Oh, yeah. 
No. I was more of the basketball player, and I would say baseball. We're pretty close, so that was like our third sport, and we're both like about even. I would so, say we're baseball. Did you guys ever play together? Oh yeah, we played same team. Grow- no, never the same team. Yeah, not in- we were freshman yeah, baseball. Baseball, we were but high school. Growing up, though, little league, we were not because no. he was a little older. But then we played youth league against each other and everything too, like Babe Ruth league. But we were, we were never on the same team yeah. except just freshmen. So then, Joey T, who is the best coach you ever played for in Everett, Nick? Best coach, uh, uh, what sport? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just, just who, who do you who do you look back and say yeah, this is the coach I love playing for? This is, well, I'd have to say. Dib, he was my first coach, okay. Mr. Dib, who had all those championships. Yeah, dibs. And uh, yeah, he was okay, uh, he was the first one to introduce me to sports. So Excellent. he was my gym teacher, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, kid, you're pretty fast. Come down to the Everett Rec Center," <laughs> and he taught me how to play basketball. And, so I have to say there, because that's that's when I started playing sports. So Tommy Dibbs coached uh, football and basketball. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about. You remember early? I always said my guy was kind of Mr. Sagarino, but of yes. course there was. I always say Dib was the best football coach, you know, around. But I always thought Mr. S- and Dib was a great basketball coach too. But again, like growing up, he coached Joey in the travel. I had Mr. Sag. I had him in high school. Yeah, but they were both very good. And again, but if I had to give, like I always said, his basketball, I would always say, I would say Mr. Sagarino was, uh, he was more of a basketball guy. So, Nick, you never you never played for Joe, Joey T, right? No. The senior Joey T. We've heard all the stories about yep. him. Uh, what was he like to play against? He's a little animated. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, he hits it all. That's being nice. He was an animated coach. So, so that's why Tommy's yeah. the way he is, you uh, think? Uh, yeah. Animated like the old man? I, I, he's got a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah he I was. Up. He was very, uh, my father was like, when he coached, I always meant he was like he was always your biggest supporter, but he was your big biggest critic. And he coached a lot of the kids in Everett and growing up, and uh, you know a lot of the kids respected him. He he just could relate to the kids. He was very mm-hmm. so. Nick, yeah, he was a different type of guy. You, but ever, you never played for him. I never played for him. I always played no, against them, and it was uh, basketball. And uh, you know th- those teams, they were always they were the team to beat. You know. I'd so, have to give it to them. So as two kids growing up in Everett, where'd you hang out the most? What place? Wood, Woodlawn, right? Yeah, yeah, the Little Park. The little Park, yeah. yeah. the Everett Pool, we call yeah. it. We used to play tackle yeah. football. Glendale Park. And, and, yeah. yeah, we fist fought all the time. No, that's no, all no, no, I well, that's what Everett yeah. people do. They that fist fought. Oh, I don't know. No one did. I don't know. My son, these kids, they don't know what a fist fight The thing is, we'd get in a fight, and then we'd go get a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's what you did. Awesome. Yep. All right, that's comparison. It was, it was good to get uh, Everett. Tommy tells me all about his Everett days and his coaching and all that other, all that other fun stuff. So yeah. it's nice yeah. to have another guy. It was good to do compare. If we ever get your brother in here, Ugh. he's afraid of me, I think. Joe was a good athlete, yeah, too. Yeah, we'll talk about you two as athletes, too. Then, So Mount Rushmore. Okay. Now, I wanted to make it a little bit tricky. Jack and I were talking about this last night as yep. Tatum was dropping 51. Jesus. And we, we we come to the determination that on Mount Rushmore, Boston Celtics players, mm-hmm. you cannot put red because they didn't play. Yeah. Um, we we always have. I would. I'm going to say this. I'm my one two would be Bill Russell and Larry Bird. They're one two. Yeah. Most lists. So we're going to take them off the list. So let's go around the horn. And let's pick off players that you want to put on the Mount Rushmore, and let's come to a conclusion. So, Tommy, not those two. Who do you got next? Wow. Uh, you know, that's – you know, for longevity and everything, i got to probably put Hondo. I have to put Havlicek yeah. in there because he played 16 years. And then right. the other guy, you know, I couldn't go either way. I was a big Pierce guy. But, I, you know, i got to probably throw Paul Pierce in there too. Right. I got you on that. I mean, because you got to think of the longevity. That's why I went with those two. You can say Heinz and Kuzi, but I'll go with those two if – Okay, he had a gun the, to my head. The thing about Havlicek is yeah. he won championships with two completely separate teams. Yeah. He won in the, in the 60s and he won again in the 70s. Right, and, you know, Jimmy played 16 years. People know he missed like eight games. Yeah, he was a, he, and he, he was so durable. passed away early, too. He did, he did, and it's funny that his son, I played against him in high school when his kid went out to, like, UVA. He never really did anything. But, you know, John Havlicek, people don't know, he's, like, underrated. He kind of goes under the radar. Yeah. So you have Havlicek and Pierce. I would probably, That's yeah. And then I, love, I was a big Pierce guy because he could defend. He had the big hands. And people don't realize what a great scorer he was. Okay, yeah. that's, uh, so let's, let's build all that, Nick. Right, and, and yep. Like, there's a right. million players out there, right? Yeah. 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 I mean. Can't go wrong. So. Havlicek, right? Mr. Celtic, right? Two different generations, one with Russell and then mm-hmm. run with Cowens. So you'd have to put him up there. I never seen him play, you know, but of course he would be in there. And then everything I read about Tommy Heinsohn, mm-hmm. and he had to retire young, but he was really, really good. Mm-hmm. 
offensively, defensively. He was a great player. And then uh, one Celtics who doesn't, you know, I'm kind of rattling off names here, so it's very hard for me because I I didn't see these guys play. But Sam Jones, everything I read about Sam Jones, Bill Russell said the guy never missed. He was just a pure scorer. But for the sake of what I watched, and I started watching around 80 with Bird, um, you know, I got to go with Paul Pierce, right? We can't include Bird, right? I got to go with Pierce because he was a gamer. He always went to the post. Um, except that one year when they tanked it, and he would have came back and played, but they it must be the it. Everett Water or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's and your I, and so, I like so Tatum. I mean, I, this kid's a stud. Well, let me ask. Oh, that. That's a good. That's, that's, that's a good question about Tatum. Yeah. When does he hit the pantheon of Celtic players? When, how how close is he? Because of course he's. I watch him play. Win one. Okay, you right. got to win one. You win one, he don't count. Okay. <laughs> this Absolutely. is the Celtics. Right. You this mean is, that Len Bias doesn't count? Oh, poor Lenny. No, so wow. I agree with you on Tatum's, Tatum's getting there. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's at that level as, as, as a great player. And, right. I, you know, you just watch him and things are so effortless. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know what? He could have he gone in that game last night. This is I read a tweet on this earlier. Somebody said, okay. you know, great players go into those games and they, and they play hard. Um, not people don't want to be great going to a second day, a same city, back to back. You know, you're you're the best player on the team. You just won, and they don't give a they don't push they don't put out and then play hard. And he did last right. night. How about a, a couple other names to throw out there? You know, I love the I love the Sam Jones. Uh, what a, and Bob Cousy, I think is almost. I, I almost put Bob Cousy into four, even with Russell and, and Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved Hondo. I saw him play. Um, I'm like I said, I'm about ten years old, and you got not ten, eight years old, and some of you guys. So I loved Hondo. I loved watching him play. I agree with I, Pierce. There's something about Pierce. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hesitant to say yes or no on Pierce. I think there. I think Kevin McHale was a, a better Celtic than Pierce was, just off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. And then I look back into the, well, the we talked about Dave Cowens last know. week. You talk about Jojo White. So many. You know, you talk about there's so many great players <clears throat> to pick from that. That's why I asked the question. Is it's nice? I think Hondo definitely is number three. Yeah. I, I think there's no doubt about it. You know, everything he did, he was a great player. He, Iron Man played all the time. Won was successful. Was a good character being human being. I think those three are, and I think that fourth yeah. spot. You're right about Tatum could sneak in there. Right. You're right about Pierce. You know, you could say McHale. You could go with um, Antoine Walker. <laughs> oh, not Antoine. No, we're going <laughs> yeah, away. He had, the, he had the talent, but he didn't. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, he had discipline. Terry Durant. All that. <laughs> Wayne Cracklow. Scott Wedds. What about Robert Parrish? Another one. Another but think, about, think about Dave Cowens. But when I another guy. Another one. You know, yeah. uh, and in, in, in the great run, Casey right. was a good player. Casey oh Jones. Oh, my God. The, the reason why I say pass is because he carried the team. Well. You know, McHale. Could he carry you? I don't know. I don't know That's if McHale No, he carry you. McHale Parrish, admitted that. Could Parrish carry no, you? Neither one of them, no. You know, but if Pierce played in McHale's slot, he wouldn't have carried them either. Well, See, it's hard. It's To me, it's hard when you have these great players. Like, like Jason Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown, I think are the two of the top 20 players in basketball right now. No doubt. And there's nothing wrong with Jalen with Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. But... Tatum's the alpha. Yep, no, no doubt no. about it. No but doubt. Jay, they're not winning without Brown being as good, getting as good as he got. Oh yeah, you need Brown. You know, so Brown's just Pierce, Pierce didn't win. Yeah. Pierce didn't win until you brought KG and, and Ray Allen in. Right. Fair. So it's about a lot of it's like a lot of that stack. But I totally agree with Havlicek. I love the discussion, Nick. I'm so glad you brought Tatum up. My son is thinking, when does he get there? We're just about. If they would win this year, mm, does he? Does he all of a sudden he's oh, yeah. in the top? Six yeah, or seven yeah. players in Celtic history, right? As soon as he puts the banner up there. So it takes time to do that. Absolutely. Uh, um, let's do pet peeves before we do Tommy time. Pet peeves, Tommy, you're on. Pet peeves? Uh, yeah. Well, again, not only the coaching uh, this weekend in the NFL, uh, just that Miami game was, I just cannot believe that third and one play that they got that. They got that 30-second call. I, just, I was in shock. Yeah, was and this coach supposed to be a genius and this and that. Like, you don't do that. That, that's a huge play because that goes to fourth and six. They get that, yeah. They're probably going to get yeah. that, yeah. And you know, then I don't know. Miami might still go down and win. It's just, again, these coaches. I don't know what happens. Maybe they they're all too young. Time. I, I think you know the game gets too big for them and they're too young. I don't know. Everyone's talking about this guy and what he did with Tua is just its craziness. 
he made it like he didn't think he didn't even know like he, he kept him in there and I hope he didn't ruin this kid's career. I think I think before I get to Nick, I think they're just mm -hmm. young. They don't have a lot of on field game experience. It's just they're young. So well, I don't, they're going with all the, they're, but they say they're all the, the, they're these geniuses and they're so smart. But right, uh. so, yeah. Nick pet peeve. Pet peeve. Um, the, the cost of pineapple down yeah, in Chelsea. I got strawberry on the brain. No. Mm -hmm. um, let let let's stick with what that topic. Tommy just talked about is is the time management. I just I don't understand. They have how many coaches on Eight staff? Eight million coaches. Right, twenty twenty five coaches. Yeah. How is there not one designated coach in the head coach's ear, mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, we're in kill clock mode. This is the best way to do it. Oh, okay, we need to conserve clock because we're behind. This is the best way to do it. That should be that should be in their operational manager. Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way, that should, and it's not. I don't get it. Okay, and I'm going to go with mm -hmm. um, having the dead on the air, Al Michaels and Tony Dungy, call one of the greatest comebacks ever. It was sort of like listening to them announce the Jacksonville game was, you know, was anything going to happen there? Oh, uh, there's a field goal. What are you awake yeah, in there, Al? Yeah, That's, I, you know, it's, it's amazing. Aikman, yeah. Aikman and Buck are the best. Yeah, and I love, I love watching. I loved Al Michaels. He's got great calls, but I mean, yeah, I maybe that ship has sailed. That's my, yeah. Maybe well, that, that's my pet peeve. Tony on that. Dungy is just there's just one room. Right. Yeah, two. You know, great guy. You know, but knows his football though. There's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, of but course. Yeah, so just, I'm just saying that, 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 the, 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 the prime no, game mean, right. on Saturday night, and we got that. Yes. That's all I have to say about yeah. it. Yeah. So that's my pet peeve. They, uh, time for uh, Tommy. Time before we do trivia. So Tommy's going to answer these questions mm -hmm. about the Philadelphia 76ers of 2000, 2001. Uh, NBA finalist, uh, final. Uh, they made the final. Got smoked by uh, the, Lakers, the Lakers. Won their first game because Mr. Iverson had a big first game. Lakers then swept the next four. And then we got trivia from New Nick. Correct. Okay. All right. So let's go. Ready? This will be quick. All right. Raja Bell. Raja, Michigan State. Nope. Oh. What conference? I'm thinking of Well, there's two conferences. One is right next door on Com Avenue. He's a BU guy. Yeah, that's right. He went to BU. BU just right. Okay, Rodney Buford. Rodney Buford. Creighton? Yep. Matt Geiger. Well, teacher, but Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Tyrone Hill. Xavier? Yep. Yeah. Allen Iverson? Well, I don't know. Nick knows that one. I okay. got that one. Jumaine Jones. Jermaine Jones. All right, can you give me the conference? SEC. Was it Arkansas? Nope. One more guess. Alabama. No. Oh. No more guess. Georgia. Georgia. Tony Kukok. Well, oh, you know, he played overseas. George Lynch. There's a good one. Name from the past. Oh, North Carolina. Yep. Todd Mc McCullough. Um, Big guy. University of Washington. Yes, sir. Vernon Maxwell. Oh, um... Wait, yeah. Vernon Maxwell. Wait, no, University of Florida. Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought you had a. Here's a tough yeah, one. Aaron McKee. Oh God, Temple. Temple University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Rashawn McLeod. Who? Rashawn McLeod. Oh, I never even played heard for that. the. He played in the Big East and he played in the ACC. St. John's and Duke. Yeah. Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. That ain't the god Anthony Miller, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one who played like in the league for like no, eighteen power minutes. Forward, That's power Andre Miller. That's think. right. Power forward. He played in the um, SEC. No, Big Ten. Oh, for Izzo. Anthony. Rizzo. I'm gonna say I'll Michigan take Michigan State. Is Michigan Rizzo. State is all right. Nazir Muhammad. Kentucky. We have him twice. Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Kevin Georgetown. Ali. Connecticut. Theo Ratliff. Wyoming. Eric Snow. Michigan State. And the toughest one, Pepe Sanchez. Who cares? Oh, come on. Temple. Temple University. <laughs> Good job, Tommy. Oh, Tommy's all about that. Th you know what? Tommy, Tommy knows his college basketball. I think he knows his, his players because of the, um, you know, he likes to play the odds a little bit. And no. He's got to learn all I that just stuff. always used to remember before the games that it was my pet. Like, the, you know, they would show the player. Yeah. And they would introduce him. That was always kind of like favorite my favorite one thing. was DJ Pepperdine. Pepperdine. That's <laughs> right. People don't even know it's a volleyball school. He's right. Yeah, Pepperdine. You know, what, what town is it in? Yeah, it's that famous. Is famous. it Malibu Beach? Malibu. Yeah. I'm even, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's All right. School. So we got Tommy time. We're just running out of time here. I was told I was supposed to be on time today, and Tommy, I'm not. So, Nick, real quick, what's our trivia for today? Okay. So this is, it's kind of a long one, but it's a good one. <laughs> um, this was Shaughnessy's. I get it out of the globe every Sunday. So there's seven NFL coaches that have led two Super 
two Super Bowls with, with different teams. Been to the Super Bowl twice with different teams. Yep. Actually, they've been multiple times, but they but brought two different, two different organizations. Uh, Don Shula, Baltimore and Miami. Yes. All right, yep. Bill Parcells, not Par Parcells, of Patriots course. and and whatever. They, yep, that's they two. Um, I gotta go through here. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves. Giants Atlanta. and Atlanta. No, not, not the Giants. No, Denver. Atlanta and Denver. Denver. I'm sorry. Atlanta. Right. Um, that's three. Do, do, do. Dick what Vermeil. Yes. Yeah, the so Eagles, Eagles and the Rams. Rams. That's four. Four. Uh, did you, did you gotta oh, I know. I think he has one. The guy now, um, he did Chicago, and he's an assistant with Indy. He works with Justin. Um, he did it with uh, he did it with Carolina, and he did it with uh, Denver. John Fox. John, John Fox. Fox. John five. That's the one I didn't get, but that's right. five. There's two more. <laughs> two more. Um, like these are good way. You know um, these guys. Yeah, I'm sure we know them. You said Chula, right? One's still yeah. coach and one's still active. One's still active coach. Oh, uh, oh uh, Pete uh, Carroll? No. No, 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 no. no, no, jumping, no. no. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid. Eagles, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. And there's one more. Uh, we were just talking about him, but it ain't him because he didn't make it with Tampa Bay, not Dungy. No. Dungy did it with the Colts. No, but because Dungy left with Tampa and Gruden. The next year, year right? Gruden so you giving me? I mean, who's this? Guy? Gruden would have done it except for. Was he in the eighties, nineties? Yeah. Yep, he should have been there with the. It's probably, yeah. earlier, it's probably an earlier coach. But that was really Dungy's team. No, he's kind of modern. He's kind of modern. Kind of modern. Yeah. If I right. give you the two teams, you know, right? The away. dead air doesn't help. Yeah. Tommy, real quick, we'll have to. No, we got to get this. No, this this is a good question. Got to get no. this. We're running out of time. All right, all right. I'm well, paying by the hour. I'm paying by the minute. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I get paid by the word, but I have to. Do, yeah, I have to rent by the minute. The thing with all seven. Okay. Uh, they didn't win one. They, they didn't. Win, they right. didn't win in. So he won one and lost one. Yeah, or lost both. In oh, some cases. Could have lost both. So but oh, they, this one that we're missing, he won one and lost one. But as as the the, the coaches as a whole, those seven. Never, never, um, they won in both both organizations. Oh, they no. never won. Oh, that's no. Interesting. If you go through it, one either lost or both, they lost. Yeah, because you got Vermeil because he came back after like twenty years. Yeah, he lost right. with the Eagles, won with the Rams. Right. Because he is burned no, out. I'm just trying to go through from it. the nineties. We're we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, he's from more the, modern. From the nineties. Super Bowl forty and Super Bowl. I know the numbers. Like, yeah, he's good with the nine. Super Bowl 32, 31 and thirty-two. Oh, back to back. He, he played back to back. 31 and 32. Oh, I don't know, Beat our Patriots. Beat our Patriots. In Super Bowl 31. Who did we lose to? 31. Green Bay. Oh, I got it. I got it. Um, in, no, I got it. What's his name? The, the coach for Green Bay there with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to drive me. Ho Holger. Mike yeah, Mike Holger. Mike Holger. Mike Holger. Then he took Seattle. Oh, that's he right. He lost I forgot about that. His daughter went to school in Beverly. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Mike Holden, that's a good question. So, uh, again, a great, 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 almost mm. 50 minutes, ooh, 52 like minutes that. of conversation. I love having Nick on. Nick, great. Thanks, uh, substitute Thanks for having guest. Me. I love it. It's great to have you in. Tommy, um, great call. to have you again in. Tommy's oh. called. Tommy's getting me all sorts of guests. we got a whole bunch of guests lined up. Hopefully your brother will come in. Yeah. Uh, we got Joe Ribeiro Sr., our, one of our I know. Guys it was going to be next week, but next i got to text right. him back. Yep. But, again, we are the studio. Just so you know, for about two or three weeks, we're going to be off the studio. They're going to redo the whole um, the whole uh, podcast studio. Put some more cameras up. You're going to get to see us live. Not live, but you get to see us on TV. And I've already been on TV a million times, so I'm used wow. to it. But when you see Tommy, don't be scared, please. Tommy, uh, better shave. Yeah, you yeah. better shave. Better come dressed for the success. Tommy <laughs> will be in a tie before you know it. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, thank, thanks it. to Nick and Tommy for coming in. We'll be back in about three weeks. Uh, thanks all, Thanks for listening to We've Seen Enough. I'm your host, Jim Boyle, and, um, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of We've Seen Enough, recorded at WCTV Studios in beautiful downtown Wilmington, Massachusetts. If you'd like to get in touch, offer topics to discuss, or stump us with sports trivia, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. That's jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Tom Trevisani, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune into the next edition of We've Seen Enough.